Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome to this latest episode of Ramble Meets, which this week features West Ham and England midfielder Declan Rice. I was invited to West Ham's training ground at Rush Green to take a look around and to talk to some of the players and the staff. So you'll be hearing a few more of these from West Ham with both me and Andy Brassel over the next uh, few weeks. And I just wanted to say thank you to West Ham for that and also our shared sponsor Betway uh, for making that happen. Obviously couldn't have done it without either of those guys. So thank you very much. I was pretty interested um, to see what a young footballer uh, for a top Premier League club and of course for England uh, was like, what made him tick, um, etc. And I found Declan to be interesting, uh, motivated, engaging, and most importantly, very good company. Uh, I think he gave a good insight into what it's like for him as a pro athlete in 2019 at the very top level. Um, and I also hope I succeeded in humanising him a bit because you know he's a normal guy and, and sometimes... They're not, you know, footballers aren't really seen as, as human beings, but Declan came across as like a normal young guy. And if I did manage to do that, um, it's down to his honesty and his willingness to entertain all my questions and the credit must go to him. So anyway, I hope you enjoy. Um, this is Ramble Meets with me, Luke Moore and Declan Rice. 20 minutes, half an hour, something like that. Really that long? Oh, it depends how long you can talk for. James, hey, how are you? I'm Luke. Can I make you good? To me, yeah, you will. Yeah, good, mate. Right, good. I'll leave you to it. <laughs> Declan Rice, footballer, West Ham in England.
All right, first of all, thanks for joining us, Declan. Appreciate your time. Anytime, mate. Um, Anytime. What's it like being a footballer? Wow. Um, well, it's crazy, to be honest. You know, you dream as a, as a kid, you know, to become a professional footballer. If you think when you're kids, how many people say they want to become professional footballers? Um, but to actually be one now, after putting in all the hard work and dedication and sacrifices, um, it's, it's a dream come true. And is it, you're obviously still quite a young man, has it sunk in properly for you yet after how many games you've played and stuff now? Uh, yeah, I think it's sunk in now. I think it was after the first couple of games, you know, when I made my debut and then, then the season following that, the start when I was playing in and out, um, I realised then that, you know, that I'm basically in, but I need to keep working hard to, to, come a, to become a uh, permanent fixture. Um, you know, I've got my head down and, and that's what I've done and I'm, I'm flourishing and, in, and loving every single moment of it. And how much of it, I mean, you mentioned like getting your head down there, how much of it do you think comes down to real hard work? Uh, I'd say 90% of it, to be honest. Yeah. Um, well, in my case anyway, uh, because when I was younger, I was never actually the best player right. by far. I was probably midway, mid, mid group. What, always. school or what? So, No, coming through the academy. Sure, I was okay. always mid. There was players always better than me. But one thing I had on top of them was like, my heart desire uh, mentality to play football and give everything mm. um, and I think that's always standard me in good stead but as I've got older you know my quality started to, to, sh to, to shine through now um, but I'd say 100% when you're a kid growing up I think if you don't work hard regardless of talent you won't get there um, I think that's so much more important as a kid to work hard and give everything and, and really fight and, and try to improve yourself than you know be a luxury player when you're a kid yeah and do you, how does that manifest itself though does that mean that you would perhaps not be able to live the lifestyle that a normal teenager would live that you have to kind of not be out late not be out doing things well get enough sleep and all that kind of stuff yeah well for me i was always you know i've got a good family around me um with my mom and dad you know i still live with them now mm. um you know I, when my like, when i was in school there was like pretty much a house party every weekend unless mm. i was if I had a game on the Sunday and the house party was on the Saturday, no chance I'd ever, I would ever go. Did you want to? Do you know what? No. Of course, there's that bit inside, there's that bit inside you where you think, oh, party this weekend, but you're more looking forward to the game. You know, yeah. for me as a kid, if I was going to sleep late, in my head, I'm not playing well tomorrow morning. Right. So for me, my sleep is much more important than going, going to a party for a couple of hours, then going to sleep, regardless of whether you're going to have a drink or not. Obviously, at that age, people drink, people not never drunk in my life but it's just things that you know I've sacrificed now that, that have paid off um, yeah. and now you can kind of get your life back a bit <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. where you've worked hard throughout the years you know now you, you obviously can't chill out but you can go out a bit more and yeah. you can have that downtime because the football in, in first team environment is so intense did you have pals who were trying to tempt you to go out and stuff uh, yeah of course I think everyone's got pals that you know that want them, want you to come out the problem is I, was, I moved to Diggs here at 14 so obviously right. where I was at home in Kingston for seven days a week mm. I've gone from five days so then my pals were wanting to, wanting to see me on the weekends mm. but it just wasn't possible because mm. obviously I was living in East London then five times a week and they was all at home um, and when parties were coming oh come on we haven't seen you in ages but, yeah. but my dad was having to bring me back up here on Sundays to play games at Little Heath so how old were you then? 14, 15 okay, right. so, so it was tough um, and when I was back in Kingston, before I moved into the digs, you know, it was, like I said, it was pretty much a party every weekend and I was so close to everyone. And it's tough to, t to turn down and say, no, like, I can't come. But at the end of the day, 
if you want to become a footballer, in my eyes back then, it was in my head that you know I can't be doing them things. I'm all, I've got to be focused on on what I want to try and be. Did you always want to be a professional footballer? Yeah, always. You didn't ever consider anything else. No, I don't think. Uh, I'm academically not smart enough. <laughs> That's for one. Um, what, for any job? I pretty you much. Could do, I'm sure there's a plenty of jobs you could do. Mate, you know what? I don't know. Um, <laughs> all the lads say to me, a good job you've got football. Uh, <laughs> No, to be fair, in my head, since I was a kid, since I could walk, I've got videos of me at home running around in the nappy, smashing footballs. Um, Were you always like a standout football player then as a kid? Yeah. It was pretty obvious. Yeah, it was. Well, I'm fortunate to my two older brothers because they played as well. Not right. to a high standard, but were very good. Um, mm. And I always used to, when they was, what, 15, 16, I was like five, six. Mm. And I was going to play with their mates, like playing with the older players, mm. five and six, and just... I've just always played football everywhere, I've, and that's always that's all that's all I've ever wanted to do. You know, did you have to be. Did you think you have to be? And I don't want to say boring because this sounds like it's a little bit. I don't mean to sound mean, mm, but you yeah. have to be almost so single-minded on it. Yeah, you can't be. I mean, this the old story about Gary Neville, where they would say he was like the third best right back at the club. Yeah, but yeah. He was so dedicated and yeah. so into it, and early to training every day that they just knew he had something, and he was always going to improve because yeah. of that. Because you're obviously still quite a young man, right? Yeah. So you lots of people your age would be interested in other stuff but yeah, you, yeah. you're always been quite single-minded about yeah. it yeah that's the like you said then Gary Neville wasn't the best player but had probably one of the best Premier League careers you could have Ever, Champions yeah. League Premier Leagues for fun because he worked hard mm. you know Gary Neville didn't have the best didn't have the best quality he had quality mm. but he was an unbelievable right back for, for what he'd done you know he studied mm. the position got the best become the best at what he'd done by hard work, staying extra extra on the training field, working on things, um, and that's pretty like, pretty much like me from a young kid. Like you said, there, my mind was always to play football. It was never to do anything else, to go out partying, to do another job. You know, I was always always destined to try and, and, and try and become a footballer. Um, do you think you can be a top level pro now without being as dedicated as that? Uh, nah, because now there's too many distractions. Because you, you, if your old man's like my old man, he'll say, you know, back in the day in the seventies, there were these players and that players, and they would do this and they would do yeah. that. But the game's different now, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, the game's so much different. You, you hear stories of they used to come in at half time, have a cigarette, <laughs> have a drink, yeah. and then go back out second yeah. half. Yeah. Um, now, even with that, you do that, you're fine. Like you, yeah. you're done, you're, you're banned. Um, yeah. I think you've just got to be so on it to become a top level player. You know, you you need to have that mentality in your head that you want to go to the top you want to become a footballer and that's, that's what you want your job to be for the next 10 to 15 years mm. because once once you're at the at a top Premier League club and you're training every day and you're playing it's the best job in the world regardless of all the of all the criticism and what else you get with it you know you're coming in you're seeing your best pals every day you're having a laugh you're training mm. scoring goals in training you're having fun getting memories and you know these are things you look back at at the end of your career where mm. you've, I've put the hard yards in to, to, and then now I'm enjoying it and doing what you love best do you when, so obviously your your rise has been pretty pretty swift. Mm. When you were first chucked in with the first teams, did did you were you were you kind of surprised at the difference in the quality and the, how how much more intense it was? Uh, so I first started to train with the first team. They used to bring players over. How old were you? I was seventeen. Okay. So what are you now? Maybe 20? twenty. Yeah. yeah. So once or twice a week, you know, I'd get to to come over. Um, and that wasn't because they just needed an extra number. It was because when I was playing under 23 football, I was doing extremely well. Right. I was just, so you were standout? At yeah, that I was standout. Same position? No, I was playing centre-back then. Okay. So when I first got into the first team, I was a centre-back. Yeah. Um, 
but I was doing so well, like really well. Um, again, mentality with the 23s was was training, train tough, train hard. You know, I had Matt Upton as my mentor. Obviously, mm -hmm. he'd yeah, been international, sure. so I was sitting with him once or twice a week, going through things, wanting to better myself. Um, but the level was definitely up a notch for sure. You know, mm. then it was Dimitri Payet, like all them types Quite of players. Scary ability, yeah, yeah scary. Um, yeah. But you knew you had to be on it. Mm. Um, and at the time it was Billich, but even the manager now and Moyes, you know, they don't miss a trick. Like even if you're a young young player coming over to train, you need to do, you need to be at your best. Because mm. um, like I said, they don't miss one thing. You know, a bad pass, a good pass. You know, you'll get praise for it. You, you won't get praise for it. I think it's so important now for a young player to come over. It's been tough this year because we've got such a big squad for the, for the under 23s to come over and train with us. But when they have done, you know they've been they've been top, and I think that's the, that's the way because so many people want to get into the first team. Well, they're looking at you, probably thinking, well, there's, there's the, it's, it's happened before, so yeah. it can hopefully happen again. Yeah, exactly that. But most players don't go from the academy into the first team, do they? Yeah. No. yeah. So what do you think is different about you? What stands out about you? Consistency. Yeah. Um, manager knows what he's going to get from me every week. Mm. You know, when I step onto the pitch, he knows he's going to get 100%. I'm going to listen to the to the tactics he's given me to do. Knows with the ball, got good ability, and you know, for the team in the position, it's a crucial role. You know, protecting the back four. Mm. Um, so that's probably one of the reasons, well, a couple of the reasons why. You know, I've played pretty much every minute since the, the fifth game of last season. I think you also seem quite mentally strong, yeah. quite confident. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be only just met, but you, <laughs> you do. You, but that's important, yeah. right? Because if a manager wants to put a player in for his debut, yeah, yeah. it's a big stadium, yeah, West Ham. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It could be, it could be hard. But what do you remember about your debut? It was away at Burnley. It was only like five minutes. Um, okay. Proud moment, obviously. Yeah, proud moment. But leading up to that, obviously training with the first team in that, like I was playing the centre back then. Like mm. my mentality was so, was so good. Like. It's still the same now, you know, that extra more, that hungerness to get into the side and, and be over here permanently, get that changing room, you know, get your name above the thing, yeah. get fully moved over here full time. You know, when I was coming over here, I was playing centre back, ordering people around and it was like maybe four or five sessions in, like I'm shouting from the back. Really? Okay. And that's just always been in me since I was a kid. Sure. You know, I've always been, you know, not scared to speak my mind and, and try and lead the team and, and do do as, as best as I can as possible. But it's good here because obviously we've got so many leaders in the team. Everyone's yeah. always talking, uh, egging you on to, to press, to defend, attack, you know, so it's always good. I think if you also, I mean, it's, I think it's even more impressive, that, I don't want to keep praising you, I'll slag you off in a minute, but, <laughs> but it's even more impressive because of the position you play because people think of centre-backs and they think, do you know what, my idea of a best centre-back, as you were at that point, is yeah. 26, 27, yeah, a lot yeah. of experience, yeah. reliable, is not going to yeah. let me down. If it's a young kid, that's fine if you're a wide forward or a yeah, yeah, playmaker yeah, or a striker know. or whatever. It's harder to break in at that age, yeah. I think, in that position. 100%, yeah. Because that's so my first season I broke in, um, I was playing centre-back. So, no, actually, Billich played me in midfield for a couple of games. Mm. And then, obviously, he got, he got sacked and Moyes come in for the last six, seven months. Yeah. Changed to back three and I was playing to the right of a, of a three at the back. And you're right, I was 18 then, 19, mm. going into 19-year-old. So, you know, it was tough. You're coming up against top centre-half. I think mm. one of my third starts at centre-back was against City away. We lost 2-1. Right. Right. But you take so much from the game. And like you said, I think it is much harder to break in at centre-half than it would be yeah. on the wing because you've got so much of the game you're involved in. Whereas yeah. the wing sometimes might pass you by or... Yeah. You know, with the wing, you've always got the ball to go and attack. I also feel if you're a winger, like, if you have a quietest game ever, if you pick up the ball, take a man on, 
putting across and they score people are just going to remember that yeah, man, they ain't going to remember that for 85 minutes are they I know but in, in my position and now obviously now for me even if I make a bad pass people are on my case yeah. so you know it's one of them ones where you just got to take it on yeah. the chin I suppose yeah absolutely does anything does anything phase you at all? You're pretty unflappable as a character. So when you made your, when you made your first start at home, for yeah. example, West Ham, were you nervous? No, I never get nervous really. You I take it all in your stride. Yeah, I don't know why I get nervous. It's like first start for England, didn't get nervous. Really? Yeah, just I don't know why. Just I've never got nervous about a football match. <laughs> I can't give you the reason why. I just don't know. But it's obviously very important to you. Yeah, of it's course. It's your life, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think some players, you speak to some players here, they say before the game they're well nervous. Even after a, a career of yeah, 10 years or yeah. whatever? Yeah, some people get really nervous. Um, for some reason, I don't know, I get, the, I get more of a thrill, like a buzz. Yeah. Like walking out, like bump, the 60,000 singing bubbles, like it gives yeah. you that boost. Yeah. Like, it sounds weird if I say like if we go like one goal down or something like that. Yeah. It feels like you get like an extra spurt of energy like to come and we need to like lift it again here. Like you you, take you, it some players might yeah. go, oh, one down. But me, like I think all the time, come on, like we can actually come, we can do something here. Are you, are you, are you motivated even say you're, you're three or four goals up in a game? Are you motivated to keep a clean sheet and stuff as well? Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's so important. For defenders, clean sheet's like a goal really, isn't it? Yeah. So to keep clean sheets and win, I think it's, it's really good. How, what do you think you sort of have evolved into a... A midfield player because a lot of, you hear a lot. I mean, you know, I mean, Guardiola's playing Fernandinho and yeah. Rodrigo at the yeah. centre back now. I mean, yeah. with Mascherano as well. So it's happened where players go from midfield to, to sort of centre back, and you can see why. But why do you think you've moved the other way? Oh, it's a tough one. I think yeah, because of my ability on the ball, I can play left foot, right foot. Yeah, you know, I'm big, strong, and get You're around. Naturally two footed. Yeah, naturally two. Worked on it since I was a kid. Um, Walk, like getting around the pitch easy got that defensive mindset yeah. and I think the manager when he first come in and he seen me in that role um, you know talking to people in front screening getting the ball and I think he really liked me in there because um, mm. that's been through different managers as well yeah right? different managers I've played centre mid centre back centre mid how do you see yourself as a player then how would you describe yourself as a player to someone who'd never seen you play uh, <laughs> oh it's tough I think most I think most fans that would watch me would call me basic. It sounds but if you read things now does that hurt you? Mm, no, I wouldn't say it hurts me because the role I do is basic, but it's actually a big it's a massive job. Yeah. But me breaking up the play and then just setting it off to someone, mm. fans don't want to see that. They want to no. see me pick up the ball, run, do a step over, mm. <laughs> have a shot yeah. before I get praised. Yeah. They don't want me to win a tackle, just get up and then just lay it off nicely. No. They think, Oh, what a boring player. But it, in other countries they really respect that. I know, I know, but yeah. here, you know, it's because, maybe because I'm I play for England and there's so much hype around me. People just expect so much more. But it's, it's a discipline there in, in knowing your role and yeah. knowing you can't overplay it in that yeah. area of the pitch. And I know that. I know my limits. I know I'm not going to pick up the ball, like I said, from the keeper run and then <laughs> do a step over, do a Maradona and then lay it off. Yeah. I'm going to get it, turn, see my best option and give it. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to play. Get it, give it, simple. So you would describe yourself as a, what, as a defensive midfield player? Or yeah, what? just a, a ball playing, ball winning, holding midfield player. I, yeah. think there's, I think when you watch me, there's so much more to that, but I wouldn't say I'm a flary player or attacking player. No. Have you ever played a game where you fought up against peak players where you thought, God, this is, this is hard, this is like another level? <laughs> yeah, City all the time. <laughs> I spoke to Will Hughes, you know, and he said to and it was just after they lost in the cup final. Yeah. And he said, it's, 
it's just unbelievable. The concentration, you get, it's so hard to, to start yeah. with it. I don't know what it is about them. They just make the pitch so big and pull into spaces where you don't want to get pulled into. It's just in, I'd say City, 100%. Every time you play them, it's like, phew, yeah, they're good. But it'd be nice, because obviously, because you're still an improving player, it'd be nice maybe in a couple of seasons time where you think, do you know what? I'm actually a lot better against this team than maybe I yeah. felt like I was a couple of yeah. years ago because you're going to be growing and yeah. having more experience and stuff. It was the, the first half of our opening game against City. We, we won, it was only 1-0 down. We mm. could have maybe had two as well. We could have had big chances. Mm. And you know what, we thought our time going in, yeah, like, we're in the game here. Like, they're not mm. really creating anything other than the goal. Um, and then they come out second half, just went up another notch and it was just like, Jesus Christ, we really? four. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. were just all looking at each other like... It's ridiculous. But how do you react to that? Do you just go, do you know what? There's nothing you can do. You can't. Draw a line under it and move on. After the game, that's what we've done. We just, they're not, it's not the only time they're going to put five past the team. Mm. Um, of course, it's City. You don't want to lose 5 0 at home. But listen, if you're speaking to a fan, if you're a fan going stood on that pitch next to De Bruyne, Sterling, Aguero, you try tracking down because it's, <laughs> yeah. it's tough. Yeah. It's, it's really tough. And you, you rate yourself as someone who can get around the pitch well? Yeah, I can get, I'd say I've got much better at that. 100%. But it's still too really hard against those kind of players. Yeah, because they just, they drag you out of your position. They're so smart. Like me, I want to sit in front of the back four and stay centrally and intercept. And ta- but De Bruyne drags you out because, and then Aguero comes into the, they're just movement. It's just ridiculous. Yeah. And it's harder when you haven't got the ball, right? Yeah. And they have so much of the ball, that makes oh, your job harder. Yeah, it's so tiring. Yeah. When, when you're out there, so you, presumably you prefer playing midfield than you do playing centre-back, right? Yeah. So that's where you see yourself. It's a tough one. I've, I've, I don't know. I see myself a midfield, midfielder for now, hundred yeah. percent. I think maybe as I get older, because I'm so I'm so good like with the ball, like passing that left foot, mm. right foot. I've got the pace, strength. I could see myself as a centre back again in the future, maybe. Mm. But for now, I think my best position is in the middle. Mm. But I'll never rule out playing centre half again. When you're out there playing, this is quite a hard question to answer, and I appreciate that. But when you're out there playing. It's fascinating to someone like me who's never played football professionally. Are you are you kind of in the moment thinking about what you're doing at the time, or is it all on instinct? Uh, so when you say you pick up the ball, yeah, and you see and you're looking for, you said earlier, I'm looking for my best option, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But to someone who's not a football player watching, yeah. you've got about it feels like about half a second to do all that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. how do you do it? <sighs> I think you've got the picture in your mind already, though, before you get it. Before, so you just process it quicker. Yeah, yeah before, before, say, if you're the goalkeeper and I'm about to get the ball, before he's passed it to me, I've already checked my shoulder to see so where the pass is, yeah. to see where the pass If you look at the, the best that have done that over the years, Xavi, Carrick, Busquets, they're already they're two, three steps ahead of everyone. Paul Scholes always used to have Paul Scholes, well, yeah. Lampard yeah. used to check 50 times, six times a game, just always checking his shoulders. Building up a picture of what's yeah, happening. Yeah, the getting into space and seeing where the next pass is. I think it's so important. If I turned without knowing what's behind me, I'm just going to get smashed. Mm. And, you know, you don't know. But to be a top player, I think you always need to be checking to see where your next pass is. You already need to know before the ball's coming to you where you're going to put the ball. So that's what you do? Yeah. Or try to do? Yeah, try to do. Because it's interesting, because I think, I think I've obviously played football with, with my mates or on a Saturday or whatever for a team. And it, for me, it, it feels like a re- really mechanical thing. Because you've got I've, no ability. I, don't watch, so think, I watch my mates sometimes, and I think, like, when I'm watching them, I know it's a diff- completely different standard. Yeah. But, like, I just think there's so many easy balls on, and they just try to play another pass. Like, it, they just, everything's it's so obvious. Ob- to you. Yeah, it's so obvious. Like, just to cut, like, relax. And I was watching my mates play at goals the other night, five aside. Yeah. 
and like I was proper taking it in, like just watching. Um, and they was all coming to the feet, coming to feet for, for the mm-hmm. ball in five side. I said to him half time, I said, "It's really frustrating me what you got to do. I'm not bothered. Like I'm bothered about you lot yeah. because so much space and you're all coming to the ball. It's really frustrating yeah. me. Like me, yeah. I think different to them. Like, so they wouldn't, coaching them. not coaching them, but I pick <laughs> up on different things they would never yeah. think about. I don't know, and I've, that's just always been. How have you learned that? You just, it's just born. You're born. Yeah, no, it's, I don't know. I think it's just knowing football, like because you said that your career is down to ninety percent hard work. Yeah. But obviously, you've got a brain that processes these things much better. Yeah, of, of course, of course. But I think where you're playing around top players and that like, training every day, you know, you're always building your football knowledge up all the time, watching games. Hmm. You're always building it up. But even in some Premier League games and that, like some people might think about me when I've got the ball. Why didn't you play that ball in there? Everyone's always thinking it. Why didn't you pass it in that ball? Like that mm. ball was better. Do you find that when you watch yourself back? Uh, what? Why didn't I play the pass? Yeah. That sometimes I think I've got much better at playing the passes that are more that I should be playing, um, mm. especially this season. Um, yeah. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details this episode of the football ramble is sponsored by better help life throws many different challenges at us and as a result we all have our own sources of stress whether big or small those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways and if we don't address them they can have an outsized and unwanted impact Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. 
Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Just change trains sort of slightly. The aspect of being a football player at your age, outside of the actual games themselves, that must be quite hard, right? Because you're in the public eye all the time. People, everyone knows who you are. Yeah. You have to make quite serious decisions about things at such a young age. I know you've got your family around yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. but I know you don't know any different. But I'm, I'm, I'm almost, tw- I'm, I'm twice your age. Yeah. So I think, I think about what I was like when I was your age. I just think I'd find that quite overwhelming, really, to to be in that position but do you, do you kind of find like you deal with it quite easily quite laid back yeah I think yeah I'm quite laid back about everything to be honest um, I'm chilled out I know the situation I'm in where if I go out I'm going to be stopped regardless yeah. I know that's coming some players might not some players might get the ump about that like oh, I want to go down put my hood up today put my hat on don't want to get noticed don't want to see fans but I'm pretty chilled out about the, the whole situation and like you said there obviously I'm well known now um, it's always going to happen, and with the spotlight and things like that, you do need to be careful, of course. If you had, if you just, if you just, if did, was there an adjustment period, or you just naturally just got on with it? No, naturally just, naturally just got on with it. Because I think every time you're going out, like going to London now, after you're, you're representing England, you're representing West Ham. Anything you do mm. badly, it's going to reflect bad on, bad on the club, bad on, the, bad on the country. So mm. you always need to be on your your guard pretty much you told that as well no I just know in my head like smart of course if I'm going to do something bad the club are going to be informed England will be informed the whole world will be informed so you just got to be smart about things that brings its own pressure doesn't it Uh, no because you don't think about it if if there was a developing situation like you got into a bit of a pickle in London or whatnot, you never know what's going to go on you just you take yourself away from it like I think if you go out thinking oh pressure blah 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 well, enjoy yourself. Like, hmm. I'm just, I don't ever think about it, to be honest. What do you, what do you think you would, um, you know, when you get to my age, what you, you look back on your career, what do you think, would, what would you consider to be success? I think you've got to win stuff. You have to... Is that what every player wants to do? Of course. I think when you, there's no better feeling of seeing, of course, for players, well, for me, of course, I want to win everything. Like, I think every player wants to win everything. Yeah. Like looking, you're looking at Liverpool last year, Henderson lifting the trophy, how much it meant to him. Yeah. The team, that's what you want in your career. I think you look back at look at John Terry's career, how much he's won. Yeah. Scary. It's uh, mad. Like, like those um, as Man United players in the nineties. Like, I mean, it flashed up. I think it flashed up with Robert. You mentioned Roy Keane earlier. It flashes up when he does a bit of punditry. It comes yeah. up. Roy Keane seven Premier League titles. I know. It's mad now because because they were so dominant, but now it's obviously shared around a bit more. Seven Premier League titles in one career is amazing, and there are players out there who've won more gigs. You know. I know. That Mate, would be oh, like to win. Imagine that. Like, you can't even imagine it, will you? <laughs> but to win it, it would be like. I don't know what would happen I'd just go bonkers for a couple of days <laughs> the Champions League well like, imagine winning the World Cup like that is just yeah. the best thing you could do ever well you've got a much better chance of winning it than I have man <laughs> <laughs> West Ham have already won the World Cup probably that's more. true exactly, exactly you could do it again for the second time mate. so you think you, you, you genuinely think you want to you be winning things really you don't want to because some, some players I interview they'll say well do you know what if I can have a career of 15 years I mean that's yeah. amazing yeah. of course that as well that is of course having a successful career playing as many stay games as you can stay injury free all that kind of stuff yeah stay yeah. injury free as many games as possible play for 15 years if I'd done that without winning the trophy I'd still be happy 
because mm. I've, I've achieved my dreams, you know what I mean? Mm. Playing the Premier League, playing at the top level. But I think to, I don't know, if you won something, I think it'd make it that extra bit special. Do you have any ambitions sort of outside of football or are you just not thinking about that at the moment? Because um, the reason I ask that, Declan, is because sometimes we'll see a pundit say about a player, well, what you should be doing is concentrating on this football. We yeah, shouldn't yeah. be doing this, you shouldn't be doing that. Yeah, yeah. But you're a human being, right? Yeah, so yeah. you might have interest out of elsewhere. Yeah, yeah. But is it just all folk football at the moment? Um, yeah, it's all football at the moment, to be honest. Uh, I've got two brothers, so we, we've spoke about a few things as, bro- as brothers. Um, mm. But to be honest, nothing, nothing's happening at the moment just fully focused on, on football that's the thing now though even if you wanted to go and do something and it come out you're going to get battered for it like even yeah. even if it's your life outside of football like what well, today you finished two o'clock go yeah. home people think football is every oh, rah, rah, rah. Like, we've got a lot of time on our hands what do you normally do then? well now I'd, I'd probably go home and play PS4 and, and wait until missus for finished work and have some dinner and chill out like that's pretty much my day day to day go back see my friends um Today I'm going to London. I'm going to meet Noble for some dinner. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Mark Noble there. Is he, was he yeah. someone you closest to here? Yeah. yeah he's, he's kind of a bit yeah. of a mentor for you. Too. Yeah. He's probably. Is he like your football dad? Yeah. He's football dad. Is he? Yeah, what kind of dad. what kind of football son are you? Uh, what do you mean? Are you a good son to him? Yeah, I'm a good son. I'm a good son. I don't bring him any egg. <laughs> he doesn't have to ground you. No, he doesn't have to ground me. <laughs> he's, drilled, he's drilled me well, to be fair. Has he? Yeah. Was he taking you under his wing? Yeah. Oh, good on him. That's really nice of him. Yeah. He, but since I come in the first team, he's been like that. But okay. as I've got a bit older and a bit mature, like he's, where he's pretty much taught me everything he's already known already. Right, okay. Um, we're still really close. I'll go and meet him today. Um, yeah, we're just we're good friends. So I've interviewed players before, strikers who've said, "Yeah, I want the team to win, but I don't want the guy playing in my position to score." Yeah, because I want to play. Yeah, but you and Mark are similar yeah. players, but he's been supportive and stuff. Oh yeah, of course. I don't think even with England, I've played for like Mark has had the probably one of the best Premier League careers yeah. you could have without getting an England cap. He's been fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And I'm, I'm 20 and I've got six, like, yeah. but for him... he you rub it in or not? No, of course not. <laughs> no. Because he, does, he, he could, in my opinion, he deserved to have had loads of England caps yeah. over the years. Yeah. Um, Did you look up to him when you were coming through? So? Yeah, I think everyone in the academy, you'd look at Nobes and think, yeah, I want to I wanna be like, like, get in the first team, give mm. everything. But I think a lot of players, again, underestimate how good he actually is as well. Like, you see him in training every day, like, top player. Mm. What advice would you give to, like, a young player coming through now? Um, go out, drink. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say be more deck than right. <laughs> no, just enjoy it when you're young, um, but work hard and. The rewards will come. Yeah, the rewards will come. That's it. Legend. This was a Stakhanov production. 